0: Hi, I'm Graham Laso, and you're listening to Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat with Chris, Craig, and Brady. It's the Eat, Sleep, Chelsea, Repeat Preview Pod. I've got Chris with me today to look ahead to Sheffield United at home, Saturday, three pm in the Premier League. How are we feeling, Chris? Feeling good.
1: I mean, it's not every day you get a home fixture against bottom of the league, so uh, it's a big advantage for us that we. Well, it's a game we've got to take advantage of, I should say,
0: and yeah. um, hopeful. One we can potentially win, yeah. Let's start, as always, with the injury news, and there's sadly plenty of it. Um, we can actually make a decent 11, I think, out of the uh, the injury list, unfortunately. But let's do the good news first. It looks like Christopher Nkunku is going to be back, probably on the bench, but I still think that's absolutely huge news for us. you agree? Massive
1: news. I think um, we're looking for someone to kind of be a bit of a catalyst and maybe link a lot of the attacking play up and, and feel like we've got some almost... Uh, yeah, like a proven goal scorer out there, a bit of experience, and I think he brings all of that and, uh, yeah, lets a big weight on his shoulders, as I think Pochettino mentioned in the press conference. But um, I don't think, well, well, we can talk about team selection later, but whether he starts or not is a, a, definitely a question mark, but massive to have him in the squad.
0: Yeah, Posh was, I think, trying to take the pressure off him a bit, saying, you know, he needs to adjust to the Premier League and there's no time. But let's face it, there is a lot of pressure on him to come in and, and deliver some sort of attacking return. There'll be a spot for him. I don't think anyone really at the top end of the pitch is commanding a starting place, so he'll be there um for the for the next few games in December and and yeah, he's got a real chance to really influence this team. Definitely what we saw in preseason was was excellent. So yeah, exciting one and potentially also Mallow Gusto is going to be available again question marks as to whether he's going to be ready to start but with Rhys James's injury um, you know there's definitely the opportunity to be there but what do you think about him being available as Rhys goes out important?
1: Very important for us from a squad balancing point of view I don't think anyone was expecting him to start as many games as maybe he's going to have to start this season Um, his height will be a big issue obviously against Sheffield United so um, that's a Definitely a problem, but look, we need people back fit. We're injury list is racking up every week, so good to get people back. It is good.
0: Yeah, and, and of course, even Mark has played right back in in a pinch for us in these spots. Is it says it's, he's undergoing assessment and due to m- meet with a foot and ankle specialist. So that doesn't sound good news at all with regards to his injury. We weren't actually sure when he came off at Goodison Park whether that was going to be a serious one, but it looks like it potentially is, which is. You know, just another really nightmare situation for us, given all the injuries that we have to fullbacks. So obviously, Posh also confirmed that Reece James is continuing to undergo sort of an assessment with regards to his hamstring injury. And I guess what they're deciding is whether it's time for surgery for that. That's his seventh hamstring injury now. And, you know, I think we'll leave that, obviously, with them to decide. But it's looking like potentially some, some months off in off on the sidelines for Reece, which is really, really disappointing, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's going to be a long time for him again. It's going to be, as you said, months. It was months of obviously dealing with it and then it's recovering. And um, I think it's a case of we've got to just, I mean, we thought we were taking it slow before, but we've got to go again and huge loss for us. um, And we're going to ask a lot of people to step up, young players. So, yeah, um, shame. Maybe it'll be addressed in January. We don't know.
0: Yeah, I do think that that is a possibility as well, depending on the severity of the injury. And yeah, like you said, I think Chelsea were were doing a really good job with really slowly introducing him back. I don't think he ever played ninety minutes. Seventy, I think he got subbed off a lot of times. And yeah, just I guess that that injury with him is just going to be one that's going to continue to linger unless it's addressed. So, yeah, real real shame to lose Reese. Not just his his performance, obviously he's a great player, but his his leadership as well, being captain now of the of the team. Um, is, is going to be a big, big loss for us. The rest of the injury list is, is pretty bad news as well. It looks like Sanchez is seeing a specialist as well with regards to his injury. Again, not one that we were sure how bad it was going to be. And it looks like it's uh, it's a pretty bad one. And that gives an opportunity to Jordi uh, Petrovic, who I know we don't know a huge ton about, but obviously had a really good uh, spell in MLS for the New England Revolution and was highly regarded. He's 24 years old, Serbian. It's a big, big ask for him, though, to come in and start for Chelsea Football Club. Do you think he's ready for this? He's going to have to be. I mean, he's you know,
1: he's 24. Um, he looks a bit nervous, obviously, against Everton with a goal that was mostly his fault for not being able to catch the ball and command in the area, which we have seen before with previous goalkeepers. Um, but, you know, Sanchez is our... You know, he's played the most minutes for us out of everyone. He's played every game. So he hasn't had any sort of dip into any game before so going to learn on the job whether he has a whole lot to do I don't know but I think it's going to be one of those where when he is called upon it's going to be quite an aggressive situation probably a set piece or a corner or a save and it's not going to come every five seconds it might come quite sporadically so concentration will be key Um, and hopefully he'll be eager to to impress
0: yeah, I was, I was thinking as we watched the game at Goodison where he sort of exposed himself now as potentially a weakness from corners. If Sheffield United do get corners and set pieces, I think they'll be really looking to challenge him. Um, so he's got to be on it. Um, and yeah, that that is their a major opportunity for, for Sheffield United from uh, in this game is, is corners and set pieces. As you know, Chelsea have been incredibly weak from corners all season, even with Sanchez in goal. So yeah, I think that's an area that they'll look to target. We'll quickly go through the rest of the injury list as well. We didn't get good news on really anyone Else, Lavia it looks like still um, not in full training uh, Madweke as well not in full training Uga Chukwu not in full training Chukwu not in full training so these guys are I don't think gonna be ready probably not for the December fixtures at all it looks like maybe Lavia might make it back in the next couple of weeks but I think we've got to just assume these guys are always out and obviously we've got Chalaba, Chilwell, Fafana and on the long-term injury list as well and they're, they're nowhere near return so yeah Lots of injuries. Like I said, we could make a decent 11. I think we talked about it in the WhatsApp group earlier, a decent 11 out of the, the players that are injured right now, potentially even better than the the lineup we could put out. So that's just the spot we're in and I guess what we've got to deal with.
1: Yeah, I think maybe they'll target the, the Preston FA Cup game to bring a few of these guys back. Um, obviously, we've got Newcastle on Tuesday maybe and Kunku can feature more on that. But yeah, for those guys, it's going to be a long way, and it's... You know, decisions will need to be made in, again in January on some of these guys in terms of can we trust them? Do we have enough experience to get us through to the rest? You know, second half of the season. There's a lot we've had loads of injuries, so um, yeah, it's uh, it's not good for us. But um, I said it is nice to have a cuckoo back at least.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Pochettino alluded to this a little bit in the presser. Uh, he, he was he he was talking about his confidence on, on what we're building here. And uh, he said, trust me, I'm not crazy. Do, do you trust Posh heading into this uh, Christmas period?
1: Yeah, I think, I think we have to, you know, as much as I'm uh, really disappointed, I thought, last time out against Everton with our um, sort of confidence in moving forward and trying to score. I do think he's, he's still got to give him a chance, still got to work with him. He, he trusts the players. You have to believe that they trust him. We need to see a good performance on Saturday. And uh, look, there are winnable games for us here and i think if he can put a run together i think i'll say you know three wins in a row in this league is gold dust the way that the away form is going for a lot of teams so yeah he can you know things can change quite quickly but i think he's got to drill that into the players and hopefully they can repay him
0: yeah let's let's do predicted lineup so this is the lineup that you think that posh is going to trot out on uh, on saturday what, what, what do we think
1: i think it's going to be uh... A case of the Giants at the back. Um, obviously, Petrovic is in goal. I'm going, I think he's going to play Colwell, Badia Silver Silva and Desassi across the back line. I think he'll play the usual three, Enzo, Gallagher and Caicedo in the middle. And then I think he'll probably go with Sterling um, and Palmer on either side. Uh, and then I suspect he'll go with Brozier in the middle um, just because of his height. Um, and he's better in the air than I think Jackson. Um, there's probably a case that you can make for, for Mudrick over Sterling, but I think he'll choose Sterling just because he played
0: Mudrick the other day against Everton. You don't think there's a way of getting Mudrick and Sterling both in the in the same team?
1: I think, I mean, I wouldn't play that team, but that's what I think he'll choose. Um, I would, I think we're going to have to sacrifice, I would sacrifice the defender and go for a, you know, like a, another player in the middle. So put Palmer inside and then put Sterling on the right with Mudrick on the left. But it's whether he wants to do that or not. It depends how susceptible he thinks we would be to the counter-attack but I don't know if I would play four massive defenders um, at home to Sheffield not. I'm not sure what sort of message that sends
0: yeah I'm not sure that he is going to play Gallagher, Caicedo and Enzo tomorrow I think that he might drop one of those and and yeah go with the four-two-three-one. 3 one I know it looked really bad against Manchester United in terms of our build-up and it sort of affected us quite heavily but I'm not sure you know whether well, they've got a chance to redrill some stuff that were mistakes obviously in that game and our passing was just not on it at all that day Will they give it another chance um yeah I- i'm with you I-, I think we've got to find a way to get sterling and and mudrick in the same team and working well together I- i'm not a big believer in those two as a-, a a balanced wing duo i think they're both trying to do the sort of the similar thing um but i think with palmer in there and Broya, you know, we could potentially look dangerous against a team that's definitely, definitely going to sit back and defend in Sheffield United. So I think team-wise, I would be surprised if he goes with Gallagher, Caicedo, Enzo. I mean, not massively surprised. Obviously, we've we've seen it a lot this year. But I do think if we're going to play De Silver, Silva, Badia Colwill, I do think we need a bit more of an attacking threat. Otherwise, I think with how Sheffield United are going to play, you're going to end up with a lot of the ball with players that are not very good on the ball. And um, or not very creative at least, and, and that's going to be an issue. So yeah, I do think, uh, I do think they, they'll potentially look to address that. Posh is under pressure in this game to score goals as well. I think an entertaining game for the fans would be massive for you know the overall morale at the club. So I think that's a factor as well. Let's talk about Sheffield United quickly. They are bottom of the XG table by mile. They have 12 XG in 16 games. Very, very poor. So they're not offering much of a goal threat whatsoever. And the second bottom is Burnley with 16. So they're four goals behind. That compares to Chelsea, who have 32 xG in uh, in 16 games. Do you think Sheffield United are, are literally just going to sit back and, and defend and hope to hit us on the counter and maybe attack us set pieces? Or do you think under Chris Wilder now, they're uh, they're more expansive? They've obviously just come off a massive, massive win at home of Brentford. 1-0, they've got a bit of confidence. How do you think they'll approach the game?
1: Um, no, I think they'll sit back. I think that's. I don't think that'll be almost by choice. I think um, you don't really want to get involved in pressing high against our team um, with our passing. So um, yeah, I think they'll they'll sit back. I think it'll be very similar to the the Everton game. I think it, they'll be sat there a, a lot deeper than Everton were at home. I think um, Paul Heckingbottom I didn't think did a fantastic job of them, um, but Wilder seems to have motivated them a little bit. I thought they were. Fairly robust against Liverpool. Um, they kept it close for a long period at one nil, but um, they got done in the end. And then, obviously, big win against Brentford. They, they again, that's a close game, and not a lot in it. So, yeah, I think they'll sit deep. I think they'll make it challenging for us when we, um, when we get into sort of their their third and try and force us out wide. But you know, Chelsea are struggling this season with getting. I think getting people in the box, goal scoring as well when they get chances. So, you know, it does play into their, their hands to push us into wide areas. So we're going to have to try and work a system around to maybe move a bit more uh, central and try and get some some good play in that area. So yeah, they're, they're, they're looking uh, much better under Wilder and um, I wouldn't say they're more expansive. Maybe they would be at home, but definitely away I think they'll be solid. So it's going uh, to take something impressive to open them up
0: and we're going to have to uh, work on that. Yeah, I think the blueprint is there, isn't it? Against Chelsea this season, a lot of teams have done this, where they've sat back and just sort of invited the pressure. We haven't been able to break it down, and they've capitalized on their opportunities on the counter. Um, so I, I think Sheffield United yeah, will be no different. They're, they're bottom of the league for a reason. They've only got eight points and a minus twenty nine goal difference. they you know, they're a poor outfit, and uh, you know, it's it's an opportunity for Chelsea to really turn up and perform well and, and we'll see if they end up doing it the bookies definitely think we're going to do it 1.22 to win at home tomorrow and Sheffield United 12 to 1 to get a result at Stamford Bridge so there is no faith um, on that end of the uh, the things for, for Sheffield United although I think 12 to 1 probably I think you'd see pro- more close to, to 20 to 25 to 1 in some of these uh, home games against bottom of the league sides for the top teams. So definitely they, they do think it's more of a chance than that. Well I think
1: I think there's a I think there's a case of like the amount of big chances Chelsea create in matches. I think even when you look back at even the more like recent games, Everton wasn't a good example. But even against United, you know, five big chances for us in that game. Um I think even, you know, look at Brentford's the game that we lost in Forest, you know, we we create big chances and obviously if Jackson isn't favoured up front in Exprosier, I think it's just more likely that you're going to get those put away so and also in Kunku coming into the fold maybe for the uh for the last sort of 30 minutes 20 minutes whatever it is so yeah I think there's we create a lot of chances so you know we can't keep missing them forever surely
0: that is the thesis that is
1: the thesis yeah. okay, let's,
0: get, let's get your score prediction then Chris What what do you think
1: well I've been wrong before <laughs> um the games I'm usually confident about, we end up um, losing, and I'm a bit worried about Saturday, so we'll probably end up winning. So I'll probably go for a a two nil for Chelsea.
0: You got you're worried a little bit, but you've gone two nil. I've got I to think, be optimistic, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go four nil Chelsea. Wow, I well, very rarely. Going all these <laughs> I very rarely predict uh, a big win, but I just think six days rest for us. I think that the pressure's on for an entertaining performance. I don't think Sheffield United are very good at all. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, it's about time who, who we out. Goals, the who are the team. Your
1: goal scorers? Who are Hat- the scorers?
0: I think that Raheem Sterling is going to get two. Oh, I he think does. He Mikhailo, does, yeah. Mikhailo is going to get one. Yes, yeah, it's time for some stat padding. Mikhailo yeah. Mudric is going to get one. And I think Christopher Nkunku is going to come off the bench and get a goal in the 85th minute to make it 4-0 <laughs> to Chelsea. And the morale is through the roof as we head to Newcastle in the Carabao Cup quarterfinals on Tuesday night. And then you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That, that's it. We, did, we, we got no prediction mailed in from Brady, but that, that's it for us on the, on the preview pod. Up the Chelsea. Massive game. Let's get a, let's get a home win and some good morale. Um, yeah, that's all we've got time for. I hope you're carefree, wherever you may be. Thanks for listening.